Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to the Plant Power Podcast. And uh, we've been doing this for a few weeks now and uh, we're trying to get you guys abreast of what's going on in the world of plants. It started off as a cannabis podcast and we've kind of broadened the horizons a little bit and uh, we've kind of ventured off to kava and kratom since we do own a dignitary tea and kava house here. We do sell the best kava and kratom in the area, but I'm not one to brag, but you gotta come check us out. But now we're called Plant Power Podcast and we're gonna be that going forward and uh, we have a great association with radio influence and we beam tv and we're just trying to do some big things so hopefully big things are on the horizon now i want to give much love to our title sponsor cureleaf uh i'm there so often i might be there right now uh i'm there two three times a week so much so where they told me i was out of flower the other day and it was a very sad situation but if you're looking for somewhere to go for your medical marijuana my choice is cureleaf i've been to all the other spots as well and uh, that's my baby, I love Kiraleaf. So check them out, they're all over the darn place in the Tampa Bay area. Now, this is a beautiful thing because I'm gonna do some of the show myself. We're gonna bring Frank the Kava OG over sometime to talk a little bit about Kratom and he's gonna be in here a little later to serve some Kratom to these two lovely young ladies who I know for a fact Kava is their world, even more so than myself. I'm kind of new to this whole thing, but these are the Bula Babes, and I hope I do this right, Jessica Bergulio and Isabel Rabine. How are you girls doing? Good, how are you? Doing fantastic. Welcome to Plant Power Podcast. And um, I got to tell a funny story of how I first met these young ladies. I was sitting here in a cafe, and two other girls walked up, and I said, are you the Bula Babes? <laughs> and they go, who is that? So then they left, and you two ladies walked up, <laughs> and you guys had to tell me you were the Bula Babes. Yeah. I actually was waiting for you guys to come. So talk to, talk to us about a little bit about how the Bula Babes came about. Um, for me, I already did marketing and social media and mm -hmm. promotions, and I kind of realized that there wasn't anything out there. You're right. Yeah, at all. Mm -hmm. um, that was exploring kava bars, seeing different types of kratom different types of kava mm -hmm. just each one of them is so different sure too. uh so for us we liked going to kava bars already <laughs> yeah. and doing kava crawls mm -hmm. and we were already taking photos so it was like might as well make this mm -hmm. account and kind of spread the word give people the option you know if they don't want to drink maybe mm -hmm. or if you know they're trying to stay around those certain environments sure these kava bars are pretty similar mm -hmm. you know yeah they are. other than the fact that you know you're going to be safe to drive home later mm -hmm. and uh, you'll remember everything <laughs> yeah so yes, you know that's thing, right? yeah so it's um you know it's an option and especially for females mm -hmm. um i mean bulla babes could be anybody mm -hmm. but i definitely want to kind of get all of the women yeah. in the kava mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. together no yeah. doubt i know isabel what is your exposure to kava how did you first get exposed to kava um, I've actually first started um, when I was go living in Melbourne. Okay. Um, I had a friend take me um, there. I had a tea and I never really went back. Mm -hmm. um, I had a good friend of mine pass away that actually went to that kava bar. After he passed, um, I started going there more often. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think I went maybe once a week. It turned into, you know, every other day, sure. turned into every single day. Sure. And that suddenly just became 
you know, my what, scene, my people. You are, yeah. yeah. And listen, I listen. I was I've been drinking since I was 12 years old. I'm 54 years old, so you could do the math. It's a lot of freaking yeah. years. <laughs> That's a lot of years of drinking, and I haven't had a drink of alcohol in six months. And literally, it, it coincided perfect with me getting introduced to kava mm -hmm. because I, I wanted to stop drinking. Because I've always said this: everybody who drinks wants to stop drinking. Yeah. Everybody, all of them. And I'm not saying you shouldn't drink, that's fine. I'm saying, but most people who drink excessively and have a personality like I do, you know that drinking's bad for you and you're better off not drinking. Yeah. So I was introduced to Kava at the perfect time when I cut the alcohol out. I, I don't even want alcohol anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I see the way people are acting and they're breathing on me and I just don't want none of that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So were you guys drinkers back in the day? Yeah, I wouldn't say I ever had um, a problem with it, mm -hmm. um, but I definitely, it was holding me back. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of wildlife rescue, and when I'd be on call, mm -hmm. you know, that meant not one beer, nothing. Sure. And when you're on call, you don't know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I still want to be like social and go out. And if you go to a kava bar and have, you know, one kava or sure. one tea, you're good to go. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's an environment. Now, mm -hmm. like, can't really go into bars without being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And I didn't really get it at first. I yeah. really didn't. And I, I think the first time I really um, understood it was Mad Hatters. Mm -hmm. Like a, a, a young lady, Sonia, she goes, I want to take you a couple crawls. So we went to a couple places and I had a couple shells. I didn't get it at first. Yeah. And then I went to uh, Mad Hatters and I looked around and I go, this looks like a normal bar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they go, it is a normal bar. And then I just, it hit me. I go, people don't drink alcohol yeah. like to go to bars. Yeah. yeah. And then that's what this, we've turned into here. You come and people are just hanging out. Like we have DJ Don Pablo here tonight. And people are going to be having a great time playing chess, listening to some good music, hanging out with people that aren't breathing nasty liquor all over you. Mm -hmm. And you know that you can have a good conversation with somebody who's educated yeah. and who's not acting an ass and, you know, is acting all drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, so Bula Babes. How far has it spanned to this point? I know we, I see a lot of your stuff mostly in Florida, but I mean, so how many how many cover bars do you think you've been to? I know exactly how many. You know exactly the number. <laughs> I have a sheet and I update really? it every time. I'm at 87. 87, like, yeah. and that's just Florida? No, so um, I've been to the one in Mexico. Okay. There's only one okay. right now. Um, there one used in to all be of Mexico. There used to be others, but when COVID hit, a lot of them got shut down. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been to the ones uh, North Carolina, Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, Atlanta? Yeah, Kava Mama. <laughs> I went to Kava Mama, yeah. and I didn't get a chance to meet her. Okay. But since I've been in contact with her, she's real sweet. Oh, super nice. Real, real nice. Yeah. There was a young lady working there, and we talked a little bit, and I know she said she comes by the Tampa area every once in a while, so I really want to link up with her. and. There's not a lot of kava bars in Atlanta. No, mm -hmm. I think there's only one other one. That's seriously. Yeah, so it's it's kind of hard, but it is spreading out. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, no, I mean, it's mostly Florida. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because this is the this, biggest, this is yeah, where... concentrated um, mm -hmm. area. But I definitely want to go, you know, West Coast, sure. which is where I was originally from. Mm -hmm. So I want to see all of those that are open. Up no, no so. doubt. So Isabel, you know, obviously you're, you're hopping around a lot of these yeah. different kava bars. And I don't want to ask you what's your favorite kava bar. It's not far. It's not fair because clearly it's a dignitary seat of Clearly, um, but when you go into a kava bar, what's the most important thing for you to, for, to be there? Um, well, I, I like to look around first, mm -hmm. and I see um, 
kind of how they have everything laid out. Okay. Um, I look for more comfort. Okay. I like to be comfortable where I'm at. Understandable. Where a good place so I can chill out. Sure. Um, which is why I enjoy drinking kava so much. Mm -hmm. um, so I look at see how the layout is. If it looks like there's like couches and stuff that I can mm -hmm. just sit and relax yep. in, that's something that's really big for me when I'm looking in kava bars. Well, I mean. Well, toot our own horn, but I, I I have been here for a long time, and mm -hmm. I see people walk in, and I always look at them, and first one of them first things people they almost say I'm, com I'm comfortable here. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody says it's almost like you're inviting me into your home. Yeah. You know what's ironic? I live here. <laughs> so I mean, I literally lived here before I made it a cava bar. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. So this is where I live. So that, and. It's style is not only me, mm -hmm. I mean, it's literally me, yeah. okay? Yeah. So when I move out of here, my house can look something like this. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's, that's my style. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what's the most obscure kava bar you've ever been to before? You walked in and just didn't, uh, well, no, that's not fair. Because <laughs> what I don't want to do is badmouth anybody. Yeah. yeah. We, we had somebody who worked here and was badmouthing someone. I said, stop. Yeah. No way. Okay. Yeah. What you want to do is applaud every kava bar out there. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I learned this from Joey Redner, who started Cigar City. You know, when I was doing some stuff for him way back when, I said, listen, you're my craft beer. You want me to talk about other craft beers? He goes, you can't talk about beer enough. So, uh, like, you don't, you know, we don't hear about kava that much. Yeah. And, like, I'm on the radio every day, and people are, like, Bula is almost, my, people know Bula to be me. Mm -hmm. Because Cobb is one of those things where it's either you know everything about it or you know nothing about yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, have you ever had any bad Cobb experiences? You go somewhere and just, like, you could do it the right way and do it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Have you had yeah. bad Cobb experiences? I wouldn't say I've ever had an experience that was, like, actually bad. Mm -hmm. I will say I went to a Cava bar that wasn't necessarily fully a Cava bar. Okay. Yeah. Was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a smoke shop as well. You that new color. Um, and the only thing was the Cava tender didn't know what I meant when I asked for a shell. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah. you know, um, that was the only time where I was like, what is she going to give me? Yeah. 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 We were but definitely, it was still, we were, it was still fine. Yeah. It, it was a nice environment. Mm. People there were still really nice, but it was kind of like when we asked for it, we mm. weren't exactly sure what she was going to give us. Sure. So we kind of sat down and we looked at our drinks and we were like, okay, you're ready to drink yeah. this. <laughs> Here we go. Well, this is what I'm finding out. And I found this out before I opened my own Kava bar mm -hmm. is I did some investigative journalism and I did, I went all by myself. Like I didn't know anybody who drank Hava, nobody. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would go to, uh, I remember what Spook Easy in mm -hmm. Ymore City and I went to Muddy and I went mm -hmm. to a couple other places. I just kind of sat and looked around and listened to how people were talking. And yeah. I realized that the, the single most important thing in the Kava bar is a person that's is a passion behind it yeah. yeah and a person whose love is that yeah mm -hmm. and we, we, we talked to brian from muddy he's very passionate about yeah. it like brian from what i hear from other people was going to every kava bar yeah. before he opened his yeah mm -hmm. so it's not a coincidence that he's a success right now frank the kava og who's going to be bringing us some uh kava a little bit later i'm not going to speak for him i'll let him speak for himself but it comes out he's been waiting to do this his whole life Mm -hmm. Like it's like even he he's been collecting the spiels and learning about everything and digging deep and yeah because I'm the pretty face okay 
You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty face. Um, no, but Frank is is the passion behind it. Yeah. If I have to sit back and make the kava and the kratom, I probably could. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you, it's not going to be the same because I realize that that person is the most important person in yeah. the whole building. Everything's the scenery, everything's cool, but the kava tenders themselves are very important. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't be like you'd be surprised how many people don't drink kava. That's a kava tender. They, they'll literally be like, oh, I don't drink it. See, now, I don't think we could have that. <laughs> no. Like, it doesn't make sense. No. It's really difficult to try, like, in explaining the product you're selling yeah. to your um, clients, yeah. I guess you'd call them, and not know exactly how to describe it. Sure. Well, it doesn't, well, first, okay, if I'm at a restaurant and I said, uh, what's, this is what I like to say, what's the best thing on the menu? And mm -hmm. if the person says, I don't eat here. <laughs> I mean, you don't eat here. You know yeah, no. like, I would fire that person. Yeah, yeah. You know you eat here. Of course you're supposed to eat yeah. here. Or I don't eat meat. I mean, that's fine, but then, yeah. excuse me if I don't take your advice. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I'll eat the, the face off a goat. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are probably vegan, aren't you? No. Okay, good. I didn't oh, want to yeah. trip you out. No, no, no. I didn't trip you out. That, that, that's a good thing. So, I went to all the different color bars and I bounced around and I saw the different layouts and I realized it's it's not rocket science mm -hmm. it's not it's about it's about feel yeah but yeah. then then again bars are not rocket science either right no. it's yeah. just the people there the way you treat them mm. um when they walk in they're feeling at home the good music play and stuff like yeah. that some nice people you know what yeah. i mean and what i like about this is you could you could find people from every walk of life every right. different color from every side of the track that's what's so beautiful about kava yeah it is and you know the thing it brings people together like oh, i yeah. see people having conversations sometimes and i go when else would this happen right yeah like, those people are polar opposites yeah that they don't know anything about each other but they're, they're making that work you know right. what i mean so now i'm new to kava I'm, I'm new because i'm five six months in this thing so i'm relatively new i think i've been muddy before <laughs> But then again, sometimes it has so much THC in me that I don't know if it's that hitting me. <laughs> right. I'll be honest with you. Right? Yeah. So, so do you do you do you get muddy every time you you drink kava? Yes. Every time. Every time. No. So I do anyway. She do. I do. I do every well, time. Can I tell you what? I don't know where the line is for being muddy because, like Frank's been telling me about the reverse tolerance and all right. kind of stuff. And when I get off the air at seven o'clock and I haven't had my shell yet, yeah. That first shell I have, I'm here. Okay. And then I start coming down. Yeah. So is that muddy? Yeah. That's well, muddy. And, and it varies from, to different people. I drink kava every single day. I as don't do know I. the last as time. As do I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's and been I, months for me. Yeah, and it's everyone has their own different tolerance uh, uh, and how much they can handle. I can handle a lot because I'm used to handling a lot. Yeah, I'm um, and <laughs> so some people can do one shell uh -huh. and be really rooted uh -huh. and that just be their cap other people can mm -hmm. have two or three shells sure. and then that's when they're like okay i'm good i don't need any more sure absolutely now i'm going to ask you a personal question sure i've also talked to people and they said if you drink too much either kratom or kava people tend to purge and we've had a situation here <laughs> one time <laughs> when one guy was doubling up some stuff mm -hmm. and it went and it, I heard it doesn't have much warning. No, no. And it just so have yeah. you guys done that? Yes, Both I have also done. I have done really? that. Really? And it just comes on and whoop. 
I mean, no. You, you, like, some, you got to where yeah, you're saying, okay. Yeah, no. This I mean, no one would have that. ever even known. <laughs> See, I, no I one really, would have known okay. I was sick. Okay. But I knew I was sick. Yes. Yeah. But this is, you know, one of those instances where it's like, okay, maybe I didn't eat enough today. I didn't drink sure. enough water. Yeah. A lot mm -hmm. of times it's like right after I get out of the car like and I'm already kind of motion. Yeah. Um, but it's only happened a few times. Uh -huh. But yeah, you need to make sure you eat enough yeah. and you're drinking water. Just like anything. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the whole eating stuff is not a a problem for me uh <laughs> but sometimes drinking water you know yeah i'm like i'm an extremist we'll say yeah like i go from like i had a competition with my daughters and uh, you have to drink a gallon of water a day yeah. and mm -hmm. we did it for like 20 straight days gallon of water every day that's a lot of freaking water yeah yeah and then when the competition ended i didn't drink water for four straight days oh my god i'm like what the hell you're supposed to find somewhere in the middle yeah yeah but uh i've never been a middle guy unfortunately gotcha. and you say you enjoyed kava imagine living in a kava bar yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. I, I live, it could be a problem. I live so close to yeah. three separate kava bars. Well, imagine having your bed next to the kava bar. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. go through that test all the damn time. Mm -hmm. Okay. This, we're going to have this another segment, and we're going to bring Frank the Kava OG in here. And he has a couple uh, epic kavas, and I don't want to say too much about it because I don't know much, that damn much about it. <laughs> but Frank is going to educate us on some new kavas that we have in I've tasted them before. You're going to be tasting them for the first time, and uh, we get a chance to see what the experts think about our kava. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back on the other end on uh, Plant Power Podcast. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Plant Power Podcast. We're hanging out outside of Dignitary Tea and Kava House. This is actually our outside lounge. And if anybody has a medical card, you can sit out here and smoke what you got, hang out here, and do your thing. This is all, it's all legal. As long as you have your medical card, it's all good. All right, so we have these lovely ladies, Isabel and Jessica here with Bula Babes, been hanging out with us tonight. And uh, I brought Frank the Kava OG back. What's up, kid? Uh, same old, same old, man. Same old, same old. You look like you're chilling, brother. I'm, I'm, you're a chilly yeah, son of a gun. I'm yeah, you are. That's that Kava will do that to you. Now, uh, Frank gets very, very excited ah, yeah. when we have new Kava come in. And uh, these lovely young ladies are going to get exposed to something yeah. I don't think they've drank before now. Tell us about these uh, two different kavas. I, ho I hope it's nothing you guys have tried before. It's actually, these are um, single chemotype kavas. They come from a little island in Vanatu. It's called Epe. And they're single chemotype. So chemotype is what makes up the effect of the kava, whether it's, you know, euphoria or relaxation or whatnot. These two particular ones, one's called Polarisol, and the other one's called Kali. The Kali is more of a body euphoria, and it's a heavy body euphoria, mm -hmm. and it isolates that particular effect with that single chemotype. So, so I'm really excited because these are like super rare kavas, and I get them every now and then, and when I see them available, I jump on them. Um, but the what is it one, called again? The first one we're going to try is Kali, and it's epic. Kali. Kali. Okay. Yeah, and that's the chemotype. And where's it from? This is from Epe, which Epe. is a little island off the coast of Venatsu. Beautiful area. Yeah. yeah it's nice like, in the winter, I heard. And Venatu Kava is where Kava was originated for, mm -hmm. for where a lot of the legend comes from. So let's get this up. Let's do it. Bula. 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 Mm. And it's known for Boy, its, it's, it's known for its creaminess and drinkability. Oh, that's very that's smooth. Very, like very smooth. Yeah. 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 Creamy too, and that yeah. the, the mm -hmm. numbing kind of yeah kept you up on the, the mm. backside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My tongue is like, nah, 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 nah. Unbelievable. It has like a <laughs> yeah, right? a so cucumber. Now, 
Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's a very fresh cava. When I opened the bag, I mean, you can get that that waff of cava right mm. away yeah. as you open it up. So it's got a little gritty fresh. finish to it, though. Yeah, a little it's good. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. No, I like well, that. The the, the 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 sediment is where the cava lactones. Mm -hmm. Because you're ripping those cava lactones off the roof. Yeah. So that sediment is where a lot of, and you want to get some of that sediment in your yeah. cava. You don't want a lot. You don't want the sticks and the stems and all that. But you want that nice little smooth sediment. Sure. Adds to the creaminess. Adds to the effect. Makes it more powerful. This one here is called Polarisol. Polarisol. Um, this is a more mind euphoric yeah. kava, and it, it's a really nice one before bed or after work. It really chills you out and it puts you right in that zone. Um, Polarisol. Polarisol from Efe. Bula. Bula. Oh man. Look. See, that one tastes almost nutty a little bit. Yeah. And if I may say so. How it's described too, is that really? In the I'm becoming a kava connoisseur. Kava is so disgusting. No, it's not. Kava has a very delicate flavor profile. It can be damaged easily. Letting kava sit too long, it's going to damage the flavor profile. Mm -hmm. um, making too much at one time, using warm water. You got to really make sure you're specific on how you make it. Energy is absolutely important. How small are your batches? I do one gallon batches. One gallon Tradition, batches. Fijian, Fijian style brew, um, and I want to keep it that way as long as I can. I'm well, gonna, that's what we want, though. Yeah, we want yeah. it. To, we want. And we don't want to be well, the big. We, we don't want to be big farmer. We want to be mom and pops. And that's where our benefit is that we have multiple kavas we don't have just mind body 50 50. i've got six seven kavas at any given time mm -hmm. so i'm going to have six or seven gallons ready to go at any given mm -hmm. time but they're just going to be different you're not going to have you're going to have your choice of effect you're going to have your choice of kava based on your palate based mm -hmm. on your preference sure. based on your tolerance mm -hmm. you know some people have a lower tolerance i'm like you i can handle a lot of kava mm -hmm. i don't need a lot of kava yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i can handle it yeah but not, at least we have to all know our limitations yeah. now Jessica, I see you're drinking Kratom as well. I'm a mm -hmm. Kratom fan. Uh, I, I like to have one about midday. I take it to work with me. I mm -hmm. sip on it a little bit. And I have to have a couple at night uh, in the midst of a couple of kava shells here and there. Um, you know, what do you think about Frank's uh, Kratom to begin with? And what, where do you normally go for your Kratom? This is really smooth Kratom. It's not gritty. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, bunch of uh, sediment at the bottom. See, it's not hard to a drink. A lot of places have a lot of yeah. sediment. Like, I yeah. don't... Who wants to drink that? You know, you get a straw, you do what you do, and... Yeah. <laughs> some, people, some people prefer that plant material because they're, they're, I think, almost conditioned for it with the way Kratom was first introduced. But isn't that the part that is going to mess you up inside i would think it's you know what i mean if that it's not good on your digestion and that's that's where people are starting to realize now if you brew it properly mm -hmm. and you can strain out most of that sediment you've got a good strong tea that's sure. very medicinal very beneficial uh -huh. that's going to help in a lot of ways and it's not going to get you nauseous it's not sure. going to make you sick and you don't need a lot of it you know kratom is a very regimented thing you need uh -huh. to do it same way same way every same day every, every day the same way the same you know same uh -huh. time and it's going to work no doubt. So, Isabel, for you, do you feel you feel the effect? Do you feel muddy? Uh, do you feel it helped you? It's the, you do it for the, the euphoric feel. Do you do it for how it makes you feel physically? Yeah, it's more of a physical thing. Mm -hmm. um, about a year and a half ago, a little bit over, I was heavily addicted to um, hardcore drugs, and it was based right. off of uh, my body feeling. Okay. And so, um, once I got really into the comic community, uh -huh. I realized this gives me similar okay. um, feeling 
that I was getting from the drugs that I was using. Correct. So after getting sober and diving really, really deep into drinking kava, mm -hmm. I realized I don't need that anymore. Oh yeah, and no since then, I've just I've stayed sober. Unbelievable. It's amazing the amount of, you know, success stories we mm -hmm. have come in here. Yeah. And everybody has a story. Yeah. I mean, do you, yeah. do you have a specific story? Like, I don't have any... I don't have like a rock bottom story or anything like that, but if you think about somebody drinking since they were 12 all the way to 54, and I'm drinking like a handle every other day, yeah. that's not a great place to be. No. no. You know what I mean? So it's not rock bottom, but right. it's, just, it's just about, you know, improving your, your well-being. Yeah. You know, so hopefully, like you guys are very young to have this mindset. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good because, I mean, everybody else your age, and I have three kids your age, they're probably out good and drinking right now. That's very yeah. possible. You know what I mean? Right. So we, you know, as far as plant power goes, uh, are you guys in the cannabis world? Do you smoke cannabis? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yes. Yeah. 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 Do you have your medical card? Yeah. I've had mine since, uh, actually, it turned out perfect. When I moved here from uh, California, mm -hmm. I only had to wait a few months until it was sure. a thing here. But yeah, oh, I've had mine you. since the beginning. You know, really? for me, it's always helped me, but people don't really know whether or not, you know, I'm ever smoking or not, because I do it very little. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a little bit for me yeah. to help, but not enough that I'm ever like, oh, she's high, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. But listen, okay, I've been smoking only since I was 35, okay? And that's, that's pretty late. Like most yeah. people smoke before that. Yeah, you know I started I mean? late too. But I'm 54, so I've been smoking a, a little bit now. And people are like, well, it's so, so high. Am I high now? You don't look like it. Well, I tell you what, at about <laughs> six o'clock, I took enough edibles to choke a dinosaur, but I can still, I can still focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm on the air every day. Yeah. So during the day, sometimes I walk around, take a couple puffs here and there, just kind of take the edge off. Yeah. But I don't ever find myself getting like so high that I can't do anything anymore. Right. Like I, that's something that happened when I was first you know, smoking way back when, now I just, I don't know how much I have to smoke to get that high. Yeah. Now, if you mess with edibles, I get you in a funnier place yeah. quicker. Yeah. But, uh, you know how that goes. Now, mm -hmm. what about CBD? You guys are exposed to CBD yeah. and all? I use a lot more CBD um, instead of using marijuana. Okay, yeah. Just because I'm always doing something. I'm always moving. I have three jobs, so sure. I'm always, you know, working. Sure. And it's easier to have CBD on me than okay. to have THC. Correct. A lot more legal and... Yeah. A lot more places. Yeah, gets you a lot less trouble. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have some great products here. And uh, we have some great meetings here the last couple of days. We're going to start uh, white labeling some of our own CBD products. We, we do already, but it's time for us to expand our horizons a little bit and get out there and uh, start selling this dignitary uh, brand to some other people as well. And here it's going to be good, but it'll be good elsewhere as okay. well. Frank, you the man dog, Kava OG. Yeah, you need to know you. anything that about Kava. That's the dude right there. Ladies, you guys were fantastic. Thank you. You guys are naturals. And uh, thank you for coming to our humble abode way back when. And thank you for coming back. And uh, when these cameras go off, maybe we'll uh, activate our medical cards or something. <laughs> uh, we, can, uh, we can probably make that happen since we're in the uh, medical card uh, lounge. So. If you guys are uh, looking for somewhere to hang out with some like-minded people, we're here at the Dignitary Tea and Kava House, and uh, we serve the best kava in town, the best kratom in town. Uh, we're actually going to be messing around with some cacao as well. So come hang out with us. We'll all raise a shell. Bula. Have a great week.